Hey everyone and welcome to the GM Breakout Podcast. If you'd like to follow along with us on social media, you can find us at GM Breakout Podcast on Facebook, GM Breakout on Instagram, and at GM Breakout Pod on Twitter. We've also just launched our own website, which you can find at gmbreakoutpod.com. Now let's get on to the episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the GM Breakout Podcast. My name is Dylan and I'm the GM and I'm joined by my lovable players as always. Uh, introducing, we have Einar who is playing Willy, a dwarven cleric of Apsu. How are you? Hello! I am well rested after a Christmas break or a long night break. <laughs> Ready to, to jump back in? Yep. Awesome. We've got Jeremy who's playing Rickdard, a half-orc twisting tree magus. I'm still getting over being described as lovable. Thank you, Dylan. Uh, <laughs> hello. Hello, everybody. Uh, we have Greg, who is playing Terrell, a hobgoblin mastermind rogue. Not a very successful rogue, but still. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, and finally, we've got Kevin, who is playing Ishko, an Isoki alchemist. Hello. Yes, we had a, a little a little winter celebration, long night, it's known as, in, uh, in Pathfinder. It's a... Uh, a celebration of a full moon in, in the winter month, and it's uh, the, the Magambia. There's a week off for uh, festivities, fun, flying around and trying to steal some crickets, uh, which uh, <laughs> may not have gone well. You may have been caught in the act there. Uh, well, Terra was at least, and, and woke up Red-handed. the next morning to receive a little a little letter saying, "Hey, if you want to like fuss over insects, I can make you make you do this." And uh, and he received like a summon, basically. Uh, to Kride's office. To which Tyrell's cohorts have kindly gone along with him. Both the moral support and probably actual support because Tyrell has learned that he can't do everything by himself. You um, you head back to the, the room you tried to steal crickets from and in the daytime it's there's some heavy curtains still hanging over the windows in the uh, in the office and uh, the room is instead lit by some several uh, oil lamps that have uh, just a low light. I think she likes to, to keep it quite dark in her office still. Uh, there's a variety of glass encasements which feature insects. You see the long jumper crickets hopping around still. Um, a few reptiles. There are going to be a few like snakes and lizards and geckos in here as well. And... I didn't describe this last time, I probably should have, but in the corner there is a large cage that holds a small and surly looking vulture. Oh. Uh, maybe, maybe that was uh, maybe that, that was asleep when you managed to <laughs> come through last time. There's bookshelves stuffed with papers and scrolls and tomes and uh, there's shadow boxes on the walls which hold dead insects like pinned open to display their anatomy, like the, the classic sort of spread open butterflies pinned apart and, and things. Oh. Karide is in here. Uh, she's looking up from, from a, a piece of paper and just sort of tucks some of her headscarf back into place. She wears a big uh, red and yellowy headscarf behind her and the large earrings. She looks up, she sighs, and she's just like... Yes, so, uh, we have something of a bug problem at the school. And seeing as uh, your, your friend here, Terrell, seems to enjoy bugs so much, I thought I'd make it your bug problem instead. And, uh, I mean, since you are, uh, 
part of your, still in your pe perquisite period, we can count this as study. <laughs> she kind of just stares you down for a moment. <laughs> uh, something or, uh, or, or more likely several unrelated and coincidental things have been disturbing insects around the Megambia. Enough to threaten the ecological balance if left unchecked. Uh, Ankarut and a few others have told me that something seems to be agitating them. Aww. She does seem genuinely concerned for maybe like half a second. And then she goes back to sort of dismissive look that she, she normally has <laughs> on her. Yes, uh, uh, she hands over a, a, a scrap of paper. She says, yes, go to the places on this list. Take note of any strange activities and, uh, and collect insect samples for me. And, uh, and Terrell, I'd advise you, uh, you collect samples so they stay in the containment this time. Uh, <laughs> 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 and do take immense care. Uh, we, we don't want any further disruptions that could cause the very problems I, I work to avoid. She kind of flaps her hand at you, sort of ushering you out. Okay. Oh, oh, but uh, actually, quickly, before you go, grabs the paper again and quickly scribbles down one more thing on it and then hands it back to you. What does the paper say? Yes, so she has a list of a few places that she would like you to check out. The Leshy Gardens is oh. is on there. You know where that is from your, your fighting, your tournament. Oh, yeah. Some, some insects there, apparently. Uh, she's written the Speaker's Stage on there, which I don't know... If you've been, maybe you've wandered around there on your sort of journeys around the campus, but it's this this circle here at the bottom. It's um, it's got a little bridge going to it. It's a very small island, and it's decked out with this this stage, um, a grand stage on top of some stone basins. Oh. And usually performances and things go there. She's telling you to go to the kitchen as well. That's on the list. And then finally, scribbled down at the end is talk to Anchor Root about centipedes. Which is what she scribbled at the end. Okay. Oh, Right. Mm. Okay. Well, the Lishi Gardens in our dorm are uh, nice and close together for a start. Um, mm -hmm. So the building you're in is this one up here, um, where, yeah. where Karaid is currently. So yeah, you've got actually yes. Lishi Gardens around here. Uh, and it's here. This is the gardens, really, and, and the sparring field. Your dormitory's here. Your speaker's stage is here. And actually, the dining hall, the kitchen, is, is just here. So you've actually got... Mm. So these a... are all within the same sort of quadrant of the circle that makes up mm. the of the uh, the uh, academy. Yes, Indeed. she's not making yeah. you walk very far. Mm. At least oh. it is local. Shall we venture forth and restore your reputation to Ra? Mm. <laughs> what, what did you get up to? Mm. What have you yes. been doing? Nothing fruitful. <laughs> you'll start wandering. <laughs> you'll start walking over to the leshy gardens with the with okay. the list in hand. <laughs> amazing, uh, amazing. Raise an eyebrow to the other two and march along behind. <laughs> Wonderful. You make your way over to the leshy gardens. Uh, you were here for the. You were on, to, on the sparring field for your tournament. But uh, if you walk through the actual gardens themselves, you see there's very small twisting paths that kind of lead through the. Almost like mini jungle that's on the campus. It's a bit of an overgrown mess of, of vines, uh, shrubs, tangles of trees. Um, and living in here are several different types of leshies. Definitely primarily leaf leshies. Um, like the ones who you saw decked out in their little little costumes. Mm -hmm. 
In fact, as you are making your way through, uh, you do see a couple of them sort of repairing up the constructs that have big like burn marks or, or ones that have just been completely torn apart. Um, I'm going to just sit there on fire again. <laughs> no, no. So um, it's a lot of those, but uh, there's also a few gourd leshies. There's a few flytrap leshies as well, which are very oh. interesting. Interesting little creatures. Question. Mm-hmm. Are there any squash bucklers? <laughs> no, they are all <laughs> off on the seven seas at the moment. Okay. <laughs> all off sailing. No, no squash <laughs> No Captain Jack Sparrow. No Captain Jack Sparrow. He's on a he's on an important important pirate business. He is. He's uh he's off with his crew. He's, uh, uh, <laughs> uh, cameo. <laughs> I have suggestion. Others speak. And he's sort of like gestures towards you. Others speak to Leshies. Maybe Flytrap. I will look for signs. Okay, sure. So, can... um, no problem. Yeah, because uh, Tyrell's not very charismatic. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but he, but he, he, he does have, I don't know, uh, once again, I don't know if we've discussed this uh, on the podcast. He does have insect law. Uh, <laughs> 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 so he might, so uh, he can actually just go and look for physical signs. Um, hmm. Or, or like any disturbances, whereas the uh, the more charismatic individuals, the more sociable, might be able to talk to an actual leshy, who would probably have, I presume, good idea of what's happening in their own locale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we were looking for uh, unusual insect activity. Yeah. So if it's something about ecological disruption, or probably like okay. stuff doing things incorrectly, things not mating, like mm-hmm. pupating oddly, or Big dearths and populations you would expect, or over, okay. or or boot, or like too much of like a normal mm. like aphids, for example. If there's lots and lots of those, you might mm. probably think, where are the ladybirds, etc. Yeah. Well, Greg has insect law too. Hey, it's <laughs> logical conclusions. <laughs> We're meant to be students at a school. <laughs> yep. No, it's no, it's good. So can I walk up to uh, a leshy that I see? Maybe yeah, yeah. the one I recognize taking me and uh, Rick out in the final <laughs> bout. That's once there. Uh, yes, yes, actually, you do. You do find the one who looks very similar. In fact, I think they recognize you. And they're like, ha! I thwarted you! <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, you, you most certainly did! It was uh, close. It was close. <laughs> wow. I mean, you were a formidable foe. Yes, oh, oh, there's well, no denying. Thank, thank you very much. Uh, my name is Shade in Autumn. Shade in Awesome? Autumn. That's awesome. <laughs> Autumn. <laughs> Autumn. Oh, shade, he is Shade in Awesome after the fight, for sure. <laughs> yep, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Leshies oh. usually have co- like colourful, creative, natural names. Mm-hmm. So shade I bet that's awesome, his yes. go-to joke whenever anything good happens. Yeah, <laughs> that was shading awesome. Well, my name is uh, Woolfolk. Woolly is fine. Uh, I was wondering if you've seen anything unusual with the insects nearby lately. Oh yeah, the teacher. Yeah. Teacher Karad sent us to uh, investigate some complaints or something. She's interested in. Well, we were noticing when we were... He's gone Cockney as well. Not all Lashies are Cockney, Dylan, okay? You can't be <laughs> They can be. They can be. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, well, when we were uh, carving our wooden wooden plates for the armour, 
oh. before the tournament. Well, we, we, we find these big beetles. They kept kept trying to chew on them as we were working on them. It was uh, yeah, really, really kind of hindering us making, putting together our armour. So we, uh, yeah, we, we, want, we wanted to, to sort them out. So we went to, we all asked Karide for, for some help. And I guess she sent you. He still has the, oh, yeah. the ah. undertone of Cockney. <laughs> Just lean it. into it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are there, any, are there still as many of these uh, beetles around now as there were at the time? Um, Shade and all. Well, yeah, they, we, we tried to shun them away from chewing on our, our wooden plates here. and they're, But they're on the trees. And he points around to some of the trees nearby. And you, you do see these large, like, bark beetles. Oh. Uh, just... On some of the, the 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 tree bark, just chewing their way across it. Dylan, when you say large, are oh, you referring not, to not, pathfinder not, large or beetle <laughs> no, large? No, no, normal beetle large, <laughs> like like stag beetles or scarab, like yeah, big big size, rather than like little beetles. They're they're quite large, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Not, not Can I large. see if the if the trees look like they're dying because of them? Give me a perception check. Greg, if you want to do insect lore, I will let you, of course. Oh, we've both got 19 in total. Both got 19 for the same. Amazing. Not bad. So, the trees don't look like they're dying because um, the the beetles eat... They're they're bark beetles, so they eat like the the bark of trees, and uh, trees can usually regrow bark quite quickly. Oh, yeah. But there's a common method, like if you want to kill trees, you just shave off the bark all around Mm. the tree. For like a foot, because then, uh, like, moisture that's, that's can quite travel extreme, up. Yeah. Maybe if left unchecked, if these beetles had like a large number, they would start causing like damage. But it does okay. look like they are, as of yet, in a not not in excess of what you would expect. Like, but they do seem okay. to be localized on on a few trees around. With your nineteen and in insect lore and perception check, though, you do see that they are that they're then chewing in like lines in the bark so it's like seems less like erratic and random like you'd kind of expect a, a beetle to be hmm. almost like like working together they are forming some sort of shape from where they're chewing in oh, the that's, bark that's weird uh-huh. weird, weird weird question yeah can Tyrell use occultism to try and work out if these lines are going to make a Shape. Okay. Yeah. You have your occultism oddity thing, right? Oddity identification, which is if it's relating to do 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 mental. If it has the following traits, essentially mental possession, prediction, or scrying, then it will be a plus two circumstance bonus. Uh, it, it so you can keep that no, in mind. You, but yeah. Okay. It wouldn't for this one, but you could still have. Could still use it. Uh, 23 for occultism. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, you look over it and you sort of um, looking at like, like there's one beetle you watch who's kind of going in like a bit of a curved arc and then on one tree and then on the same tree, just the other side, there's a beetle who's doing like maybe a little circle. You realize that these are, if this was like kept up, they are making what looked like runes on this tree, and these are runes that you would usually find in, like, summoning rituals. Oh, shit. What the... What the yes! Hell? 
Um, That's concerning. Tyrol does have arcane sense as a feat, mm-hmm. which means he's he can continually have detect magic going on at any time. Oh, is well, he detecting any magic from this? You are not. No, I will say okay. there's no no magic, not yet. No, nothing yet. Mm. Um, and it's not. It's not like they are like. Like, like, I guess the runes would... They're like ones that you would etch around like a summoning circle. It's not like they're making a full-blown summoning circle. They are just making the shapes of oh. some runes that you you would see in a summoning circle. Okay. So it's it's not like oh. they're super coordinating that they are making a massive circle and all the runes around it. They just... But they are very definitely making rune shapes. Interesting. Okay. Just so you know... This is not regular beetle behavior. Hmm. That was the first thing I was going to ask you, <laughs> Tyrell. So they're not actually... I mean, you'll recognize these runes from Summoning 101, right? Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but I bet you read about it, right? Yeah. Uh, in fact, isn't that the text I can see in your desk there? Anyway... Um, <laughs> Anyway, they're not actually going to gain anything by by making these runes in the trees because they're not actually performing any kind of ritual. But somehow these beetles know or are unconsciously creating these runes. I'm going to show you quickly that the is... picture of the summoner from the Secrets of Magic. Whereas this is like like a, 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 a spell, a summoning spell where you need all of these. The, yeah, there's beetles making like just one of the the runes on the oh. tree uh, and maybe on a different tree then doing another one but it definitely isn't enough to like so each yeah. beetle is <coughs> chewing its own section of a summoning circle's rune into a tree like it's yeah. like of a number of like 30 or 40 glyphs it's done like one yeah yeah it seems okay. okay so they're working on it slowly but it's probably better if they don't finish it there's yeah. probably too yeah. many to stop them but we should at least capture some to study. Yeah, can we try and tell the lashes to like screech over the runes if they this see is my any? Way of, uh, this is my way of bringing Beetlejuice into the campaign. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can, uh, well, um, you you were asked to bring some samples as well, some insect samples. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, could... it doesn't. Sa- it sounds like these are quite persistent beetles, so they shouldn't be hard to capture because. They were yeah. you couldn't get them off the the wooden thing, so you could probably just pick one up. It's not going to run by the same sort of thing. We should take uh, at least this... two sample, one for the teacher and one for myself. Okay, oh, God. that was ominous. Well, if we need uh, to get okay. rid of them, I will need test subject. <laughs> <laughs> Does this kill you? Does this kill you? Okay. <laughs> uh, you're gonna create a super. <laughs> Super serum. <laughs> yeah. Now, look, apparently the a bark beetle is a real beetle, and they're actually really, really durable. Chewing, chewing oh, that's cute. Yeah, not when they're making ominous rune shapes, but uh, <laughs> mm. maybe they are possessed. Well, they're probably controlled or influenced in some manner, or mimicking something. Stone ghost. Uh, maybe or perhaps um, lead to stone ghost well for now our path needs to lead on to uh, yes. perhaps back home to uh, chicken with anchor ridge 
that. Indeed, we had the stop at Anchor Road. After that, it will be the cafeteria. Yes. Are you taking yes. beetles with you, or are you just plucking a couple off a tree? <laughs> uh, we need to take them, and maybe... Uh, I didn't actually think about means to secure insects. Well, did the teacher give us things? crate or boxes or... They're, they are available in the office them. right there. You can just yeah. pick those things up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, we need to, bring, to, to put them in something. <laughs> We're not just not putting in... We don't take the yeah, beetle yeah, and put yeah, it in our bucket. We, I presume we that we lab. took like some yeah. of those cricket holders, mm. essentially. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, yeah. you could have, yeah, you'd have some. Very good. So yeah, we'll we'll try and gra- gather up a good half dozen beams or something. I would say, mm-hmm. assuming that yeah, find them and and yeah, I guess ne- next on the road is the spire dormitory. Yeah, yeah. talk to An- Anchorroot about centipedes. So who who has the most contact with Anchorroot? Because I think it's not good if we all go together. <laughs> yeah, I was going to suggest, or Woolly wants to like go in advance to the cafeteria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if if you like, I I kind of have a soft spot for Anchor Root. I'll be quite happy to uh, approach her without anybody else. Um, Didn't you traumatize her last? I feel time? like I shall not leave you alone. <laughs> I was just thinking. Yes, I, think I think she was. I think she was scared, but I like. I think I shall go. Mm. Opportunity for mending bonds. Go, yes. McDonald. <laughs> so, are you splitting? Uh, Woolly to the cafeteria. Couple of yeah. going to. Okay. Woolly goes to um, the cafeteria. Tyrell will will be nearby for Anchor Root just in case questions aren't asked um, uh, that he thinks needs to be asked, but he he won't go into the room. He'll just be nearby listening. I, I will also stay okay. nearby in case something goes wrong. <laughs> okay. You can, uh, you know where Anchor Root's room is? The one to the top left of the dorm? Yes. Yeah, uh, I'll just uh, grab uh, Teacher Karai's instructions again and just reread it. Just says, talk to Anchor Root about centipedes, right? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's that's all I got. That's all I can do. Alright, so I will go and instead of banging on her door, I'll say, uh, Anchor, Anchor, it's Rick Dunn, uh, Teacher Right, said I needed to talk to you. Uh, oh, uh, okay. Uh, and you oh, wait a moment. She opens the door up. She's got her little pet chicken still running around the room in the background. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, uh, yes. Um, I'm not sure what this is about, but uh, Teacher Karate says to talk to you about centipedes. Do you know what she? Do you know what she means? Yeah. Y- yes. There's. Um, uh, l- l- lately, I've seen centipedes. Uh, uh, burrowing into the walls here, here in the dorm. Um, I, 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 my chicken um, has has eaten a lot of them. Um, oh. I, I was, I was worried that she might get sick from eating centipedes. Uh, so, so I asked Jizia to to help uh, brew up some some anti venom, uh, and I gave gave the chicken and. Uh, and it seems to be okay still. Oh, it's very thoughtful of you. Are the centipedes poisonous, or is it more a case of uh, you know you eat uh, a couple of buckets of raspberries and you can't get off the loo? <laughs> That's <laughs> speaking from personal experience. <laughs> that means it's poisonous. poisonous. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, um, I mean, are you? collecting 
samples for for Karide then. She said she'd she'd get some 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 students to do it. Yeah, yes, uh, that is the job. We got some beetles before, and, and I guess if there are some centipedes handy, um, or if you show me where your chickens feasting, I will uh, I will grab a few. Uh, oh, okay. Well, um, they they they're sort of all, all over just. In, in the walls, uh, if you go outside, I'm sure you'll find some. But, uh, here, here, take, take these. Uh, and she, she still has a few little leftover, um, <laughs> a, a pot of, of antidote for, uh, for like centipede venom. Uh, oh. Which she can, she can hand over. And there's probably about, there's probably a dose for each of you if you wanted it in there. Like, uh, it's just a big pot that Chizu would have brewed up. Oh, uh, thank you. It's extremely kind of you. Yes, uh, just in case you're looking around and, and get bitten by, by a centipede. Um, uh, Chizu, he said it, it will sort of spoil by by tomorrow, so just oh, maybe, make, maybe find some today, just in case. Oh, okay. Well, that sounds smart. And uh, to show a bit of trust, although I'm disturbed that Chazir is now involved. Uh, but uh, <laughs> Rick, Rick will will take a draft of it now uh, in, fr- in, fr- in front of her. I mean, Anchor Root and Chazira are in the same cohort, aren't they? They are in the same cohort, yeah. Yeah, Rick doesn't share the fondness for Chazir. Um I'm a. I work hard. Chazir's a bum. <laughs> um, my 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 entire life has pre- has been work 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 organized train train learn learn, uh, and Chazir is a layabout. So <laughs> less impressed with him than any of the other NPCs that were involved. Sure, he's fun and all that, but you know, unreliable. Anyway, um, so I will uh, I. Take this um, the remainder of this product and okay. go out into the walls. Uh, thank you, thank you, Anchor. I'll, I'll see you soon again, I'm sure. And uh, duck out outside and uh, attempt to find some of these centipedes to take samples of before trying to find the others. I think uh, we're right there. We're, we're <laughs> you like, well, oh, good. Hanging back a bit, yeah. We're just letting you mend those broken bridges. Um, <laughs> I think. I will quickly uh, jump over to, to Wooly very quickly, uh, who went over to the the dining hall first. Yes. Was that just to get a meal? Get a meal before. Maybe. <laughs> um, well, I do have some bad news for you. Uh, as you arrive, you do see... It's usually it's a very busy, bustling place as people sitting on the benches and, and eating and just, you know, chatting. But today it's, it's really quiet. Um, no oh. one's sitting inside, and in fact, you just see Lamuzi Yao is uh, is standing at the entrance to the dining hall. Um, she's got a, a basket of mangoes, uh, and you watch as a student walks up to her, uh, and she's like, "Oh, oh, I'm I'm really sorry, I, I I can't feed you properly today, but but definitely have a mango," uh, and, and sort of gives him a mango, and and then the student just walks off. Okay, I go up to her. And I, uh, hello, good day, uh, Lemusi. Uh, oh, Willie, what's... hello. Yes. So I, I uh, overheard you, you can't serve people today. Could this perhaps be uh, a problem caused by insects? Uh, I think she breathes a bit of a, a sigh of relief. She says, oh, oh, you already know. Okay, well, well, I can tell you, but don't let this 
get around to the, to the other students. Uh, oh, we've no. been seeing seeing a lot of mites recently. Uh, more than usual. Uh, and usual's none at all, of course. <laughs> uh, just a short short while ago, I, I received a, a large basket of fresh cassava. And when I opened it, there was so many mites on it that I, I dropped the basket. And I, I spilled the cassava and the mites all over the kitchen floor. Um, I, I asked my assistant to, to sweep up the mess while I, I, I shoot everyone away. Would, would you mind if I took a look? Uh, of course you... Yes, yes. Uh, Is your uh, assistant still in there? Yes, yes, she's back in the in the kitchen. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. We can sort this out. Post haste. I uh, me the player is deathly scared that there's a mite swarm in here. <laughs> I'm a lost swarm. <laughs> yeah. Just wondering if that's a thing in Pathfinder. I mean, there I is. Don't know. I think there is a mite it, swarm. Also it might. Mind. B. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll take a peek into the kitchen. Let's jump back to the other group quickly. <laughs> I like jumping between them. You guys. That's have, not uh, ominous at all. Nope. <laughs> no, I'm just. I just don't want to. You don't want to leave too too many people at once. Yes. So the dorm, the dorm crew. You you spoke to Anchor Root. Uh, do you want to have a quick search around, see if you can find any? any yeah. Um, uh, Tyrol would be particularly interested to see if there's a pattern to how the centipedes are acting as well. Okay. Mm, given what we learned earlier, the beetles. Absolutely. Yes. Um, so, they are... You can see a couple of them quite quite quickly. They are around like the, the walls of the dormitory. And doesn't seem like there's any, any particular pattern like, like with the beetles. It seems like it's more... This is kind of a natural behaviour. For them, maybe the amount that there are is the unusual bit here, because you maybe like you know a couple centimeters uh, centipedes here and there, you wouldn't really bother, but you you do see a fair few. So it's more like an infestation. Yes, yeah. You do. I think the tricky part is going to be capturing capturing a specimen because they are very wriggly. These ones. Oh, I'll, I'll be glancing to two rows. Yeah. What's the best way to go about this? Maybe stun with smoke. Right. Uh, I can certainly set things on fire. Uh, if we've got something to burn that won't be missed. Um, I can just make smoke without destroying anything. <laughs> oh, fantastic. Let's do that. Mm. As it's similar to what could have been done with the hornets before. What it's could the have same been done, sort of Greg, project. tell us. <laughs> oh, you're, you're the expert. In the you, you know, you know what? You don't take any risks with a hornet's nest. I should say that's that's com- that's very sensible. Oh, yeah. Centipedes, maybe you can be a bit more, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they don't swarm, at least generally. Well, no. I will ask you, since you're the expert in insect, are those a kind of centipede that I make poison of? Uh, you make poison from giant centipedes, don't you? Yes, but they might be related. They might be uh, a little giant centipede. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> little giant centipede. Yes, <laughs> they would. They, they do have their own. They are the same sort of type, but um, I think the little ones, the venom's not going to be concentrated enough to. Unless one like, I mean, if one bit you, maybe. But it's definitely going to be a much easier poison to to deal with than the giant centipede one, which is a lot more. Probably more yeah. like. Well, yeah. I will volunteer to quick succession. capture them. 
but before that, I will make myself with quick alchemy some anti no not anti-break antidote lesser. Oh, hang on. Uh Anki Anki gave me this. This is she uh, she and Shazir made this specifically to resist the effects of the centipede venom because she thought her chicken might have been getting sick. Uh I, I assume this is a similar product. Oh, in that case you can gone. use that. Say yeah, save some, yeah, save some resources. I've already had a I've already had a chuck here. Uh, here you go. Uh, apparently, it'll go off by tomorrow, so might as well get it down here. Yeah. It's basically a, what you'll be making anyway. Yeah, a lesser antidote that lasts a day. Uh, six hour. Does it taste like sambuca? <laughs> not I hope quite. Not. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, while that's going on, could Tyrell try and work out why there would be so many centipedes? Like, what what could cause that? Probably like a presumably uh, an abundance in the natural food and what they normally mm. eat and a lack of predators, but but I mean they're literally eating our building right at the moment. I mean they're not destroying it, but they're eating the they're burrowing the into the the walls. Yeah, right. More like a nest okay. rather than a uh, like a rabbit warren rather than a. Uh, I eating. Okay. think even without rolling insect lore, I think you'd realize it's it's something that's not. It's definitely not a natural occurrence. This it's it's not to do with ecology. Like there's not any extra food for them here. I think there's maybe similar to how you were thinking the beetles may have some sort of compulsion just for making these shapes. It, it, it might just be something that's bringing just wants mm. centipedes to to be here for some reason. It's an odd, mm. almost like magically thing. If we picked up one of these centipedes. Mm. And moved to another building and dropped it nearby. Would it r- go back to the spire dormitory? Well, we might not have to bring it to another building to test that. Well, if just compose to do that. Just putting it in a bottle, we'll see where it tries to go. Uh, well, it might try and escape the bottle. But if we put it near another den location where it could just start doing the same thing again, and then it decides it decides to ignore good location. That's probably more because if you put it into a bottle, it might just try and escape. Well, if um, it's composed, it, it will probably just try to go toward its target. We could do both. Mm. Yeah, we could put it into a bottle, see if it is just trying to head in that direction, and then if it's just trying to escape, we can just take it near to another building and then see if it just heads back to the spire dormitory. Test it in the field. Great idea. Much better than reading it in a book. Who's who's going to grab? <laughs> who's go- who, who wants to grab one? I, I will do it. I don't mind being bitten by those. I I face stronger poison. Out of curiosity, do you have a problem with with centipedes, or is it just other animals? Uh, animal have a problem with me. I don't have a problem with them. <laughs> I don't. Th- yeah, insects are animals. Uh, not really. I think they're in a different so, uh, branch, I think. I think animals are like land-based vertebrates, not invertebrates. I'll fight you. <laughs> oh, that was fighting. <laughs> I may or may not be correct. It's close enough. Uh, um, if you're trying to grab one, give us, I think, probably nature or maybe survival or maybe fevery, just for help. Just well, whatever makes sense. Just uh, butting in, the giant centipede has the animal traits. Oh, that's a surprise to me. 
I, I think will nature would go be best with... for trying to grab a centipede, but if you've got another skill that would work. Survival or nature does the, the same for me, so let's okay. go with nature. That's, That's a oh, six. No. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, this, uh, this, this, uh, this centipede gives you a quick nip and quickly scurries off back to the wall uh, as you go to reach for it. Rotten bastard. I mean, I'm not going to ask for a fortitude save because the venom is literally like, and you've, you've taken a, an antidote now, so it's fine. But uh, Could Tyrol use a thievery to try and grab one? Yes, see if you can get your little, little, little hands on one. Oh, it's a bit better of an 18. Yeah, I'd, I'd say you managed to you managed to get one, and you managed to grip it so that even with its like flailing little body, it it manages to keep its head away from biting towards you. So yeah, you've got one in your in your grip. Do you have a jar? Yes, I have many jar. <laughs> <laughs> You'll like carefully deposit it, and I will quickly close it. I mean that's. What you were here for, you were here to get a specimen. It's up to you if you want to let it loose to see what happens now. I'm going to take the jar and like go f back from the building a bit, like back to the road, and see if what does the sense speed do. You can put the jar on its side and then twist it around and see if it uh, orientates with like the jar, orientates think, with the jar. Or, uh, I think or instead of going directly back towards the, the dormitory, like I think you were expecting, I think it's just going to kind of do a bit of a lap of the, of the jar. It's just going to go in a, a bit of a circle around, like almost like feeling towards the edge. So it doesn't seem to go straight for its target? Not straight, no. Maybe if it was let loose and given some time, it might work its way back there. But it's not... Like I'm going to put the leech onto it and release it. <laughs> <laughs> just sharpie a number on it. <laughs> Very quickly back at the that back at the kitchen. <laughs> oh, We're going back. <laughs> We spent too long with you guys and your shenanigans. Uh, <laughs> well, they are yes. three. I'm just one. So you go through <laughs> the the empty dining hall back to where the food is usually displayed, and even further behind that, there's a few doors to kitchens and sort of cleaning rooms and storage cupboards. Um, usually not allowed for students, but you can clearly see where the kitchen is. Yeah. Well, I'm not very stealthy, but I'm gonna try to do it without being seen. With a plus one. That's a five. Four. Five. <laughs> five in total. Incredible. Um, yeah, so you crack open the door slightly and take a peek inside. And you see a... What do you see? You see a big room, a big large space. In the middle of the room there's this, this big table. Like 20 foot long, uh, 10 foot wide table. It's got like ingredients on it uh there's like bowls of water there's loaves of bread there's like meat cleavers just kind of thrown all over the place the usual okay. thing you'd find in here around the edge there's um this shelf that runs all around the edge quite similar to the the storage barn where you found the pugwampies and that's got oh. pots and pans there's barrels full of uh, supplies and grains and rice and everything to one of the corners at the back you see there's a massive furnace but not like like a cooking furnace not like a, a forge furnace um, like a little bit of a, like a pizza oven going on as well there oh. uh, for like baking bread and pies and things cool, oh pies and just next to that there's <laughs> a a big uh, a big black cauldron oh. used for I guess heating up lots of uh, yeah cooking cooking stuff over a fire mm -hmm. and as you have a look in the, is the, the lid assistant to this... here? no, no, okay. well the lid to the, uh, the cauldron is, is rattling and I don't see the assistant anywhere. No, the lid, the lid to the cauldron is rattling, but you can hear from inside the cauldron, muffled, 
Hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, hello. It's it's Wooly from the spy <laughs> you door. You sound annoyed. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Are you in the castle? Do I see any mites around? <laughs> Give me a quick perception check. Okay. I'll let you all into some high-tech business we just used there <laughs> to, to create that muffled sound with Dylan's voice. He didn't use any clever electronics. Oh, no. He stuffed his hand over his own gob and started talking. It was amazing. It's good, isn't it? Yeah, that's a 22. Oh, uh, I, I think, unfortunately, you do see some oh, bugs. Of course I do. <laughs> Someone's not happy. Where where do I see them? You see them right under this middle table. And are there like a lot of them? Oh, no. So the thing is, you don't see mites. Okay. No, the mites are gone. Mm-hmm. Is it you a do... gremlin? It's not a gremlin. Okay. You do see... Um... Oh, shit. Oh, there's a new map loading. Well, is the only one there. Yep. Coming from ah! under, under the table, you see... Oh, oh shit. Yeah, I'm dead, guys. See ya. <laughs> I guess no one else can see it, can they? Nope. No. We cannot uh, see anything. As you've not described it, even the audience is blind. Oh, sorry, audience. Okay, I'm I'm booking it. I'm <laughs> yeah. out of there. You're going out. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I I need Slam my friends the door for shut this. and go. The assistant seems safe in the castle. <laughs> You just abandoned them? <laughs> okay, Yumi wouldn't do that. Uh, he w- oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you want me to roll initiative? Would Woody go into a fight he cannot win? I mean, uh, these these things... Obviously, you tried to stealth, but you didn't do a very good job of it. I think you're no. aware of each other. I think these things are, are hostile, so I think maybe it's up to you whether you want to try it. I mean, I I want to at least try and save the assistant. Thing is, I'm not sure how long the other guys are gonna fuck around with. Yeah, yeah. Is this the consequence Uh, of our actions right here? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's consequence of his action. He's the one who went solo on his own. He did go. He was just too hungry for his own good. (laughs) Yep. Ah, it's rule one: don't split the party. We've we've had it. We've just had. A whole tournament where we split you guys up. I thought you'd want yeah. to spend some time together for a while, but apparently not. Uh, nope. <laughs> amazing. Uh, um, okay, so uh, I'm gonna give. Then. I'm gonna give everyone else sight, even though I know you're not in here. I just think you'd want to see this. Thank you. Oh, we looking at? Oh wow. <laughs> Good luck. Uh, <laughs> what, what, what is it that what is it that Wooly is a uh, facing down solo there um, than Dylan? Uh, yeah, you know how you said uh, you know centipedes aren't going to be a problem. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wooly has found centipedes in a in an even bigger number than you guys have. Oh, yeah. You were saying you were worried oh, about yeah. a mite swarm. I think you found the mite swarm's predator, the centipede swarm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, they are. Oh, yeah. So these are still the little little centipedes. I know they look quite mm-hmm. large and vicious in the picture, but these are the same, probably the same sort as as uh, the, the other guys have been dealing with. But uh, there's enough of them to make a there's enough of them to make a large creature. They're representing a ten by ten area on the map mm-hmm. here. I can see the kettle on the uh, on the western wall. Oh, sorry, the cauldron where the assistant must be hiding. 
Yeah. Um, I assume Wally's coming in from the middle of the east wall. Is that what I'm seeing there? The doorway. Yeah, yes. Yes. Yeah. So. yeah. So they're right in Wally's path, in between, uh, mm-hmm. in between Wally and the uh, assistant in the courtroom. <laughs> this is going to go horribly. I'm going to try something stupid, but okay. I mean, yes. Initiative. Let's see how you roll against them. They were started like under, so their their first mm-hmm. action would be to to come around and do a, and they just they just they run at you. They run at your feet. They are they're yeah. slivering and well they don't sliver. They've got hundreds of legs. They crawl their way all over oh, yeah. like skittering. a like a a moving carpet of skittering centipedes, mm-hmm. just Excellent. kind of coming coming towards you. Oh, like they're they're sort of their uh, their multi multi limbed bodies just kind of flailing all over one another as they kind of swarm around your your feet where you're just standing there looking at this scene. Yep. Oh, I fucking love that I don't have to roll dice for swarms. It's oh, so yeah. good. Oh, yeah. You're really uh, you do all the rolling. So, um, so you, they are going to swarm and try and bite your legs. So you are going to have to I'll do bite a, your legs off. a reflex save quickly. <laughs> uh, that's a nine. Oh. Nine. It's not going to be enough, unfortunately. In fact, that is actually a crit fail on the reflex. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh. Okay. Good, so I good take, fun, isn't it? I you're take taking, the double damage. You're taking the eight points of damage. Yep. What's your level two hit points like? 28. Okay, now it's 20. <laughs> oh, there may be a... Oh my god, there has to be... There has to be poison! It would be really nice if there was a nice friendly NPC who gave the entire group a whole bunch of antidotes before you encountered this, wouldn't it? It would be so lovely if that happened. It would be... Uh, I, oh, oh. Wait, wait. Oh, this isn't poison damage, is it? This that is one's not. Piercing. That okay. one is piercing. But there might be some poison depending on a... You just need to make a quick save. Yeah. Alright, so I need to Guys, make a fortitude as well. You were meant to come here as a group and do... Yeah, yeah, oh, I know, fine. I it's know. Fine, don't worry. It's, it's the consequences of our actions. We oh, have yeah. to this is it. all the consequence of Teru's failed cricket roll. Ah, so this is uh, fortitude then. Uh, that's a 13. Oh, oh. no. That is yeah. a failure. I would take one less of this damage because I am poison resistant one. If it is a damage poison. It is. Oh, it would be two poison. You're taking what? One. One. Yep. Uh, and unfortunately, this, this 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 venom does make you flat-footed. So oh. I'm put that on you. Is it giant centipede well, it poison? Doesn't, it doesn't it's, matter it's, because it's, it's not giant centipede. It's uh, swarm. It doesn't venom. attack my AC. Stop. It doesn't attack your AC. Now that is actually very very true. I'm gonna do something really really dumb. Oh I yeah. Should do a third attack. Oh. But um. Of I've just noticed that these guys have have athletics as a skill, so I want to see if you're they can gonna trip, trip you me in the swarm. <laughs> oh, shit! Oh, yeah, you're amazing. going to succeed. I might not. What's not, your? Uh, they've not made an attack yet either, so no multiple attack penalty. No, they. Oh, it doesn't count as an no. attack, does it? The first nope. one. No. No. Okay. This is a great tactic. Yeah, I fall. <laughs> <laughs> oh cool. wow. Oh my god, this is horrible. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, Willie. So they no, come up, they swarm, horrifying. A, a few of them swarm your legs and start biting at you and you feel a bit mm-hmm. queasy from it. And then it seems like the, the, where they're surging around your feet, they manage to just kind of 
drag you and you just lose your balance and it's it's literally you know indiana jones with the ants and there's the man who just gets swarmed by uh, that's yeah. what we're seeing here with Willy. oh mm -hmm. god it's your turn though okay uh so my plans have changed <laughs> 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 Just crawling uh, out. Ah! Yeah, I'm going to use one action to get up. Okay. And their attention seems to be focused on me, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm going to use two actions, one action to back away and see if they're following me to keep them away from the cauldron. Out of the kitchen. You're trying to bring them out? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm going to make my way back to where I think my party is. Or at least where someone else that can help with this is. Instead of being locked in here. The time I was going to go to the kettle, but I don't, I don't have the actions to do it. I think as you go to back away, like, a, a few still come and, and nip at you. But I think maybe you notice that the majority of the swarm seem to want to stay where the food is. Um, and And seem to mainly gravitate towards towards this room that has so much fresh fruit fruit and, and food and things for, for centipedes to eat. Okay. And a nice chewy person I'm, in the cauldron. I'm uh, going to... Uh, I, I am 20 feet out of the door. Mm -hmm. And with my last action, I'm going to shout at uh, Lesumo. No, what's her, what, what's her name? Lesumi? Lemusu is the one who's out the front with Lemusi. the man mango. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm going to shout at her Go get help! And that's my okay. turn. So you have backed out enough. Uh, I'm assuming you could close the door behind you. So that no, I don't have the actions to do it. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, the, the majority of the swarm and the the mini is the token is staying in yeah. the kitchen, but you'd still have a couple on on your legs from where they sort of oh, yeah. to you. And I'm I'm making sure that they don't attack the cauldron. That's why I'm not closing. Oh, I see. Okay. Um. Okay. So we we skip over a few rounds because they're not going to come out to bite you. But you do have a you do have some poison that is going by rounds. Okay. So, just while Lamusi's off to run and help, but just give us a, another you yep. say see if you because the poison could kill you off oh yeah so that's uh 20. okay now you shrug it off you're, you're fine there <laughs> and oh, uh my uh strong-blooded dwarves makes uh if it's a success i go down two stages ah that's good yeah. you were only at stage one so so that's yeah, good it's yeah. all cleared up okay uh so as you guys are playing around with a centipede in a jar back at the uh back at the dormitory Maybe a couple minutes after you catch it and are playing around with it, uh, Lamusi does run up to you, find you if you're still outside with this, this centipede in a jar, and just say, <laughs> uh, 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 I think I think your friend need, needs help. What, Wally? Did you run out of pie? Well, well yes, actually, yes. We, we sort of have, yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Let's go. takes off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no this pies. is a real problem. <laughs> real problem here. <laughs> Willie, you watch as, as the, the swarm are mostly staying around like the, the centra, central table, mostly under it, but you do see some of them do clamber up to the top and they just start chewing away at some some bits of fruit, some, maybe some meat that's been left up there. As, I say, as long as they're not approaching the cauldron, I'll stay put. I don't think they're. I think they may have tried to get into the cauldron and realized like they, they can't. But I am even going to try a battle medicine on myself. Okay, you've got 
Yeah, you've got time. It's one action, right? Yep. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, success. So 2d8. Nice one. 13. 13 yeah. So, yeah. That should like take that. you back to full, right? Yep. Yep. Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll drag everyone else here because I'm sure eventually you'll be coming and joining the, the fun. Well, we will. And you can get caught up along the way. Lamusi will tell you what's happened along the way. Uh, uh, I, actually, I just sent him to check up uh, on some mites, but it seems like uh, seems like he may have may have found more. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, as as I hear them coming in, I'm gonna update them on the situation. There are lo there's a uh, there's uh, so many so many centipedes in there. Come help! There's there's uh, someone trapped in the cauldron as well. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they have good hearing. Tyrell, <laughs> uh, there's there's centipedes all over Wooly's league still. Uh, what do you know about them? What do I know about them? I don't know. I see. I th I think you might have had insect lore. Maybe. You know what? I s yeah. I think I do. Um, would that be appropriate? <laughs> would that be better to use in an initiative order as a recall knowledge, Dylan? Yeah, yeah, actually, just... Oh, I mean, fair enough. They are, these insects are the same sort of sort as you've uh, seen. They are just swarming together. So, uh, they they would have uh, venom if, if they bit you still. Venomous. We've got Wooly with a 25, Taro with a 9, mm. Ishka with a 19. Rick's got themselves a 12, and the centipedes are going at 17. Wooly is leading the charge in the second foray into the room. Oh, yeah. So... Uh, he has his staff grasped in two hands now, and his shield is slung across his back. And he's gonna rush in, because now he's got his friends at his back. One action move up here, and then swing two-handed. Nope. Poor gyro there, yeah. from Wooly. Fortunately not. Was that your whole go? Nat three. It's no, I have one more action. the curse of ten. in its head. Yeah. Uh, I'll try one more time. Nope. 15. Oh, it's a bit better, but it's not quite enough for them. Nope. That's my turn. Awesome. Uh, Ishkoven, uh, yes, you've been given the rundown of what's happened. Someone seems to be trapped in a cauldron on the other side of the kitchen, uh, and the entire room is swarming with these horrible centipedes that seem to have found their way here to, to eat the mites that were here. Ishkov will walk into the room, see the swarm, and know what to do. Yep. First up, of course, I will... Roll a uh, recall knowledge on them. Oh my oh. god, you know. Hey. Okay, I um, yeah. You know everything. Yes, they are indeed a swarm of, of centipedes. Now you know that these uh you know about these cuz there are actually alchemists who who take centipedes from swarms to use in their elixirs and some mutagens and uh, apparently they infuse they can infuse uh, alchemical items centipedes. Well, I uh, actually use their bigger brethren use their venom poison. Sure. Yeah. So you know that these have a simple, simple version of your uh, venom. It's a uh, centipede swarm venom. Shouldn't be too dangerous unless it's like consistently failing the checks against it. The main thing I wanted to know is do they have any elemental resistance? Nope. You would 100% know already that they are uh, immune to precision. You can't precisely strike a swarm. Uh, they are resistant to bludgeoning, and piercing, and slashing. Um, slashing, not as much, because you can cut centipedes in half, <laughs> I guess. But bludgeoning and uh, piercing, they are pretty resistant to, but they are weak to all area and splash. So, nothing different than that, the usual, really. 
and with my last action, strike at them with the bottle lightning. That will be a 19. That's gonna hit him. Four electric damage. Be flat-footed till my next turn. And take. And slash. Wooly will take one electric damage. Yes, I am totally fine with that. Uh, you see, yes, as the electric uh, kind of spreads out between the swarm, it seems like it does does definitely deal uh, a little bit more than than it should to them. And that is my reaction. Flat-footed for one turn. Well, it is their go now. So they are going to come back for more. <laughs> gonna, oh, they can't come get they me. can't get you both, but they can run forward and swarm around Wooly's legs again and I think they're going to oh, yeah. go for another another bite here. Uh, which is going to be exactly the same. They don't even need to roll, they just do it. Uh, yeah. you're going to need to make a reflex save. Oh yeah. And then and then I guess Oh, 20. Uh, Not bad. Succeeded, so you are just going to take half of five. So you're just going to okay. take two points of damage, which is nice. Awesome. Would I still be affected by the poison? It's oh yeah, poison yeah but not e even if I save against the attack, I take the damage. So I'm, I'm. You took some damage, so you will be taking some. Poison. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So here's the fortitude save. Just roll high. Yeah, that's a twenty-five. Yep. So you don't do, take any any from that. Nope. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna trip you again. It, it was fun. <laughs> yeah. It was fun. And Go for it. So, such a great. <laughs> oh, they made such a bad roll. Oh, I just like seeing Wooly on the floor being swarmed by these <laughs> little horrible biting centipedes. <laughs> Not this time, Rick. Savage. What to you, Rick? Okay. Just there is a weird thing going on where I can't see Wooly. Uh, which he's under the swarms. He's the bottom he's under left. the swarm. That's yeah. what I figured. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm going to step ten feet to there. Um, so I'm now ten feet from the swarm that's all over Wooly, um, and I'm going to make a spell strike, uh, and I'm going to attach. Uh, sorry, Wooly, this is going to burn. Acid splash uh, to this. Um, <laughs> To this spell strike, um, so I will throw up a uh, strike with my staff on the chat here and see how we get on. Roll! Oh, a six does a sixteen hits? Is it flat footed? It, it was flat footed. It is, from the lightning, it is right? flat footed from lightning, and that hits <gasps> because of it. Oh, fantastic! Which I think Does means that if give right. each call a hero point? If, yeah, I was going to say if this call has room for another hero point. No, I don't take one because oh, you I don't three? lose my hero point. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. You have three already. Okay. So, yeah. All right, we're going to roll the acid splash damage there, uh, which is only two, but it is a deal d6 acid damage plus one splash damage, so that should trigger that weakness. So oh, yeah. there's two. Three acid plus whatever the, the weakness, however that works. Uh, yep. It wasn't a crit. And uh, I take and, uh, one. You're taking one. You point. will take yeah. one okay. acid splash, and I'll just throw the damage out for the staff. Wasn't eleven points. And that's um, bludgeoning, so it's going to resist a little yes. bit of that. But yeah, you have actually just gone and beaten up a whole bunch of these things. Really good turn. Well, a lot, a lot of the, the, the sizzle of uh, acid coating hundreds of insects. Yeah. 
Oh, the smell is. Oh no. <laughs> Willie's very. And a little bit of dwarf. Yeah. Food won't <laughs> taste right here for a while. <laughs> yeah. And that, <laughs> and that is the end of my turn. Amazing. Hey, Terrell. Uh, I think you've got insect law, right? I think there's some insects in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, I it's already been in record knowledge. So, um, <laughs> to be quite honest, there's not a huge amount he can do because they're going to be resistant to his attacks mm-hmm. and all that he, that he can say. So, he is instead going to stride in cut across this table and then he'll head over to the cauldron and make sure that he starts checking in on this guy essentially because he he looks at his sharp pointed stick his ability (laughs) to target the precision the precise areas of creatures (laughs) and is fully aware that he would be incredibly ineffectual against a swarm of creatures even with um, even with the flat footed so he's just going to go and do some other stuff that's useful it sounds like a mastermind quality decision to me oh yeah yeah he's like Yes, Willie. Then <laughs> their own task. <laughs> we'll get to we'll get to you rescuing the person in a second because I think Willie might be able to to finish this off quite quickly, or at least Ishkol yeah, definitely we'll see. will. <laughs> Probably not. Uh, but uh, can I see that uh, Rick's attack wasn't as effective as it should have been? I mean, you definitely see that the, the bludgeon and damage did they they resisted some of it. Yeah. Okay. Just uh, so I'm going to crawl away five feet. So I'm not mm-hmm. in the swarmous area anymore, and then I'm gonna cast Electric Arc. Oh, oh that's def- oh, ah, a crit success! My no gosh. damage. No damage. Yeah, they, I yeah. mean, I think. Hey, you try to lightning bolt a, a swarm, they are gonna mm-hmm. just yeah dodge out the way very quickly. There's it's too interesting how left. the <laughs> yeah yeah. It's interesting how the math works out though in this game. This creature has a plus eleven to its reflex save that we can mm-hmm. see now. In comparison, I'm not that good at it, but I've only got a plus four. Yeah. I have a plus nine. Well, we are oh, also damn. four against four against a, a thousand and four against Forget one. <laughs> the so strength true. of thousands. So this is what it means. <laughs> Centipede. Oh, yeah. oh, no. <laughs> That's my turn. Uh, it's all anyway. swarms. Uh, it's not a thousand games. student, it's a star- thousand swarm. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ishko's go. I mean, it's going to be dead at the end of its turn, I can tell. Uh, I will step back to not take my own splash damage. <laughs> <laughs> That's smart. I will then... Can I intimidate them? Nah, probably not. Probably. <laughs> well, I will take an... Um, uh, negative to it unless they have the animal trait. Oh, they, they do have the animal trait. Okay, so I will not take a malus because yeah. I don't speak their language. But usually, like, swarms aren't... Wouldn't he know that from his knowledge checks? What's that, that? Swarms are not really... I mean, so you, so you can't really intimidate more than one creature unless you oh, have... Oh, sorry, coercion. yes, they have, this, they have the swarm mind. Sorry, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so they are immune to mental effects that target only... Yeah, okay, sorry. So you, you wouldn't be able to intimidate a whole, well, whole swarm. So what else can I do but... And they are no longer flat-footed also. Uh, it is the beginning no, 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 of my turn. turn. Eh, let's throw another bottle. Oh, I guess they only take splash damage. <laughs> Which is just going to be one point of splash damage plus whatever the yes uh, they are still up from that uh, and Willie's going to take one more as well right yeah yes I did amazing and with my last action 
I will not do anything useful because what can I do with one action? You can throw another bomb. Throw another I don't one. have any more. Oh. Oh no. Sad. He's gonna kill me. <laughs> um, cast your shield. Don't you have shield? Yeah. <laughs> Completely oh. useless. Uh, it, it doesn't it doesn't attack AC. Uh, no, what no, spell no. do I have? I have not prepared any one action spell, so that will be my turn. In that case, uh, I think it's actually going to leave Woolly alone. I think it might what? go towards. I think it might go towards the bigger group because it can get two of you here. Yeah. No. Good thing we. Maybe should have used risks. used the last action to spread out a bit, but uh, no, you both have the antidotes, which is great. So it's going to swarm both of you. So I am going to need reflex saves for both. Oh wow, Rick saves. Oh, you both saved. Oh, alright. Only save. Both of you are going to take half of the five, so that's just two points of damage each. You've got the antidote, so uh, that you are going to have to make a fortitude save. We, and we have plus, plus two item two. bonus to it, that will be a 22. Yeah. Oh, You're fine. Okay. No poison. I think it might just... It might just be able to do, it might just do that again it's got one action it might swarm in bites again uh, yeah, then absolutely. it's not gonna trip them just me it cannot trip both <laughs> of us it won't be able to trip both bite yeah. us. Uh, I'm, so i'm just being salty let's do that entire action all over again it's gonna bite you both so i'm gonna need another reflex save Oops. first i did a fortitude oh, first for fine. some reason but here we go um oh failed oh, the no. reflex this time is cool yes oh, i, I will still only take two they both fail the reflex, you're both just both taking two points of damage again. Ah, boom. Uh, and that will be again, at 26 on the fortitude, I forgot to. That's fine. Both both fail the reflex, but both save the fortitude, so you're taking a little, little tiny little bit of damage, but um, nice. no poison. And then we are on to Rickdarm, and I have a feeling Rick's gonna be the one to finish. Bonk them. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rick will. Um, concentrate for an action to recharge spell strike and uh, knowing that Ishko is happy to have part of him this tank with a splash at this stage he feels no guilt <laughs> uh, <laughs> as uh, he recharges spells uh, they recharge spell strike and use it again with the acid splash um, here's the attack oh it's not a great one 17 is that hit would it be, I don't think it would be flat-footed, would it? No, it's. No. I don't think. No, that's just a miss then. Where's Woolly at? So I, I can't see Woolly on my map. Far enough away, yeah. Oh, I see. Okay. Cool. Okay. Let's see what Terrell can do. Is Terrell going to bother or is Terrell going to rescue from the cold Terrell's going to. Terrell's going to rescue. Okay. Um, he's got such utter confidence in his, in his cohort that they'll be absolutely fine. <laughs> um... And we will. <laughs> okay, amazing. Uh, yes, you pull open the lid and, and see a little kitchen assistant just in there, sort of huddled and, and sort of scared looking. But uh, this will be a bit reassured when you uh, when you pull the lid open. And I guess you can take your turn to kind of help them out a bit as they climb out over the lid. If you'd like I to. have an idea. Oh, okay. Could could Tyrell throw this, the, the cauldron lid at the centipede swarm? Uh... Improvise, uh, un unarmed with the improvised weapon, which is like a minus two. Yeah, sure, definitely. It'll do that. It'll just frisbee it over. <laughs> I've mean, got a nineteen in total. You've hit. <laughs> so he just flings it over. Nice. Um, he'd probably have to step, I think, as well. 
need to decide uh, what to type get within of, um, bludgeoning it would do. What's the is the idea? It's thrown as well, right? So it would be like a D4 plus your strength. Mm-hmm. Well, that's so... not a lot. Yeah, that's probably, probably not a lot. Probably not a lot. Oh. It's a whole three points of damage. <laughs> oh, I love the idea, but it, I think its resistances to bludgeoning just kind of uh, mean that it, it whacks maybe a couple of them, but uh, they're still a tiny. I mean, at this point, the swarm is being reduced greatly. But maybe yeah. I like I, I imagine I imagine it's like a you, you throw it and it lands on top of the swarm, and you're like yes, <laughs> they and just then like they just sliver out the side. Yeah. He'll <laughs> <laughs> mm. turn to the kitchen assistant and go. No, that didn't work as well as I would like. <laughs> you see a very uh, young, like looking halfling, probably actually a student here as well. He's been just working here on their their day off and just been <laughs> caught up in this. <laughs> uh, now we're back to Woolly. Yeah, I'm going to try again. I have a pretty good chance of at least doing some damage. So here we go, electric arc. Strike it off the cauldron lid. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that's half damage. Half the damage. And the damage is six. Yes. Did it have one, one hit point? It had one hit point for like over a turn, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping that Greg would just do like one over what he needed. Oh, but, uh, oh. Alas. You know, let's say it fails at the final hurdle. Yeah. Oh. oh dear. All right. So let's go. Adhesiveness as a swarm is done. Um, yeah, so there's a couple still... centipedes left, just and they sort of start spreading now. They realise that most of their their swarm has left, or been dead, or been burnt, mm. or whatever. Lots of lightning yeah. for them. Were they the same yeah. as the centipedes at the spiral? Uh, yes, so yeah, but this was like a. In mass which case, we won't need to capture them yet. We mm. just need to be able to report back on that. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do a three action heal, eight hit points. That to everyone. All right. Yeah. Tyrell was uninjured. Yeah, no, not the not the centipedes. <laughs> Don't even try it. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Lemusi quickly All comes right. running in uh, as she realizes that the, the threat has been dispatched, and she's like, "Oh, oh, oh my God! Thank you so much. They, I didn't realize it had gotten this this bad in there. Oh, well, well, good news is I, I think we will be able to open the kitchen again soon. Uh, once we See what food has been chewed and what's still, uh, still what survived. Hooray! Um, does Woolly tell us what he learned? Oh yeah. For the centipede. Uh, yeah, yeah. I informed them of uh, what I what she told me, and that there were mites in here, but that they were probably either eaten or driven away by the massive centipede swarm. What is Kavasa? Cassava. Good question. I imagine it's like a fruit. Or cassava. Let's Google it. Yeah, it is. Nutty, Let's Google first. Uh, it's a nutty flavoured starchy root vegetable. Sort of like a potato, oh. I think. It, yeah, or it tastes a, like potato. It's a woody shrub. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. Or like a yam. You can have cassava chips. Cassava mash. Is uh, is cassava a, um, a regular diet for mites? Do you often get infestations of mites in cassavas? I mean, you get mites everywhere, don't you? I'd imagine it might have just been something that uh, maybe maybe they packed it up to, to send it here and uh, didn't didn't realise there were like mites inside one of the vegetables and they just spread. Possible mm. accident. But it seems the mites definitely drew in a whole bunch of centipedes. <laughs> yeah, there's lots of, that 
that's also interesting because for a Dota Swarm, there has to be a lot of centipedes in the area anyway. So that is mm. that is unnatural. Oh yeah. Yeah, the amount of centipedes is probably more unnatural than how the mites got here, <laughs> for sure. Interesting. Um, just to help out, Lamusi does quickly bring you a few little goodies. Um, oh, obviously you helped her get her kitchen back up and running, and you saved Urbina, uh, uh, who is the uh, the little helper. She has a a she gives you a potion, which uh, is I'll put it in your loot pile. A potion of water breathing, and oh. she's made sure it's lemon flavored instead of the usual fish taste <laughs> that they have because um, they are known to oh, taste disgusting good, eh? I'm so not sure it's an upgrade let's keep that in the party loot <laughs> yeah um, rather than give it to someone it's, that's too useful to like dedicate to a simple person mm -hmm. yeah it's not something um, you will need to use in the middle of a fight probably and she gives you two uh, cinnamon tasting cat eye elixirs oh so I've just popped a few little extra potions in. Uh, they are very nice tasting. I don't know if you want to leave a little note. It's without need to know the scent or taste <laughs> they have. I don't know. It's the little details. Mm -hmm. it's the little oh, it's interesting to know the detail. You don't need to remember it. But when when we use the uh, potion of water breathing, like four books from now, and we see <laughs> that oh, we got this lemon tasting one from Lemusi. That's right. That's gonna be fun. And the cat's eye lecture was what did you say? Cinnamon. Cinnamon. Alright. Nice work. <laughs> it's important. Yeah. Very important. Um can we inspect the area and see how the centipedes got in? Good call. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you can get three or four centipedes in anywhere with no difficulty, but three or four thousand is a different story. <laughs> At least a couple of hundred, surely. I will say also like there's um with the dining hall and most of the buildings here, there's they've got like the, the kind of open windows. They, they don't have like the glass panes. It's still like open and slatted rather than. So there's no signs of them burrowing in, for example. No, more, more like if you look around the windows around the room, you could probably see like signs where they have crawled all over it. Um, but it looks like likely story is mites were spilled here and they just swarmed to eat. <laughs> okay. So at the moment, the oddities are limited more to the beetles and the centipedes, but we've not yet gone to the speaker's stage mm -hmm. to see what's happening there. Yes, so the the uh, only place you've got to go is the, the speaker's stage, mm -hmm. uh, which is at the southern end of the Megambia. I guess you will recover a little bit from that from that centipede fight and then uh, make your way down. And yeah, so uh, it's an island that's been uh, extending into the actual canal and like an artificial, it's all artificial this island. Uh, lots of large stone basins form in a ring and then there's a stage on top of it that sort of illuminates the island. And uh, you actually see there's almost like a viewing platform on the other side of the, the canal where Nantambu is, where maybe once performers, if students put on any plays or concerts, there would be little, a little bit of room for the residents of Nantambu to come and, and, and watch. And very, very popular uh, to, to have a few little plays going on here. As you approach and have a, a look around, you, you see on the stage itself, there doesn't seem to be any, any signs of insects here. But I think I guess you take mm. your time and have a have a have have an inspection of this, this area. And uh, actually, on the very edge of this artificial island, on the actual canal itself, you spot some, some water striders. Ooh, boatmen. Yes, river boatmen. 
whatever, whatever you want to call them, skating back and <laughs> forth on on top of the surface, darting about very very quickly. Seems almost like agitatedly quick. So, uh, does anyone have insect lore? Yeah, that will will be really useful to have someone like that, wouldn't it? I can't wait for the day uh, that insect lore, lore is not going to be helpful anymore. <laughs> After this book, it's like, it, you're done. You're done. No <laughs> more insects. <laughs> oh. um, yeah, so Tyrrell will consider if this is a natural behaviour or not, but his role is not great. It was only a 13 in total. Mm. However, it is a specialised law. It is a specialised law. So, so they do skate back and forth, but the the speed that they're doing and sort of the angles they're taking, there's something agitating these, and it's it's not obvious what. Like, it doesn't seem like there's any anything different about the water. The water itself looks fine. There's no like pollution or anything. It does just seem like, and there's there's a couple. There's there's quite a fair few of them as well. Uh, not as a big swarm, but quite a few around. Are they making a pattern? <laughs> Not as obvious as the beetles, because they you could you could actually see that carved out into the bark. But it looks like, I mean, they're just making ripples. But it looks like, if possibly, they might be. All right, mm. there might mm. be a pattern to their movements. It will be hard to see because water. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I think I think you can. See get a sense that they are making something similar to the beetles, uh, where it's not going to do anything, they're just making shapes and darting back and forth again. It's definitely erratic movement, for sure. I guess we should see if we can uh, catch hold of some of these uh, samples of these guys as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, let's continue putting thing in bottle. I mean, these are moving very quickly over the water, so this might be a bit tricky to catch. Are they going in a regular pattern? So, like, they cross the same area over and over, like a circuit. Mm, no, it's almost like they do a bit of a, 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 a mental shape, and then like they kind of float off to a bit of a different location of the water, and then sort of do it. Okay, sort of similar so thing. We can't just yeah. put one down where we know they'll be, and just no. like scoop it up. No, like there's still a bit of natural movement to them. It seems like they just. It looks like they've drank some of Chiz's monster energy, energy drink and, and are just <laughs> going a bit crazy on the on the surface of the water here. Do they discover Chizir has polluted the the canal with his? <laughs> he has drink. half a bottle and just that finishes the rest. Yeah, in the water. Uh, if anyone wants to try and catch one of these, it's going to be fevery nature or survival to try and catch one. Oh, of them let's try to grab yeah. some. Yeah, so we'll go that. for a fevery. Oh, oh, actually, I no. will master is on this. I am yeah. a master at wow. this thing with a natural yeah. 20. Incredible. Whilst everyone else is just trying to work out if there's patterns in the water, mm -hmm. Ishkol's just like dipped in quickly and got on like three or four. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And I think you do it so well with like, you, you, you make it sort of a, you get a, get the jar out, you fill it slightly with water, you scoop them oh. up and then you stand up and you look such a job, good job of it. I think you actually start to, to draw a little bit of attention from a couple people on the other side of the canal who are uh, uh, just some, some townspeople standing sort of around here on the, on the banks. It's so much so, you did you did it so amazingly well that, that one of them does call out and say, Oh, what, what kind of performance is this? It's a nature check! <laughs> <laughs> Entomology in practice. 
Oh, wow, wow. that sounds interesting. Uh... <laughs> what kind of show were you expecting, buddy? <laughs> You'll be here all week, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I mean, you are on the stage. You can that stay is all week. For, I'm not staying. For comedy performances <laughs> and like maybe like tragedies are put on here. Oh, Dial- uh, monologues, dialogues, oh, limericks, <laughs> Aphor- <laughs> aphorisms. Yeah, all sort of plays are put on here. I-, I guess if someone sees some people hanging around, they'd probably expect maybe a little a little show. But if you're just oh. just poking around in the water. Yeah, I mean you've got what you you got what you came here for. Yeah, we haven't really got anything prepared. But we could spontaneously try and entertain some locals. Oh yeah, what do you what do you got? Um, Wooly, perhaps uh, we could stage a a star a mock staff combat. You um, it's like that, that would be something like uh, we something like our athletics training that we practice. Uh, you that we have been genius. practicing for months and months. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, our morning sparring routine. Exactly, and, yeah. and uh, I'm thinking that this is such a great idea that Dylan should say, you know what? Why don't you use athletics instead of perform? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no chance. You got to. It's, oh. it's all very good whacking each other with stars, but if you want to yeah, put on, on right. an actual show, you've got to do it sort of majestically. Okay. And do we well, do we both have to do it, or can one just aid the other? I'll let one aid. <laughs> if you're, you're right. putting on like a mock performance of your routine, mm-hmm. that's yeah. great. Why awesome. not? I mean, I'm trying to, you know, there's prob- there's a set sort of a system when we warm up about how we move back and forth. Oh yeah, stripes. So we kind of we kind of know what's going on. Um, like the kata and karate. Guess, that's right. Exactly yeah. like, a, yeah. like a kata. Yeah, uh, but um. You know, Rick Dunn is not used to trying to make this into any kind of a show, uh, so no. that would be quite alien to them. So, uh, I'm not uh, technically speaking. I have a plus one performance modifier. I have hey, a plus two. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, do you know what? I will make a performance check to try and age you. All right. Doing just doing the absolute best I can. I yep. hope Dylan's not setting the DC at twenty. <laughs> one of the silliest yeah. rules in this game. All right, I've rolled a 16 in total. And I'm going to hero point that. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you originally rolled a 4 to uh, performance, yeah. Uh, I want us to make a name for ourselves here. So uh, with aid, I have a little bit of a house rule where the aid uh, is um, the the usual DC for the level. I I changed that, so for a a level 2 character, the aiding is like a 16, which you hit. So that would be an aid. But um, again, so even without the age, 22. 22 on performance, which is really 22. good. 22. I think, yeah, you just pull your staffs out. You go, you do your morning routine. You kind of parry a little bit, move backwards, whack a bit. And it does seem like this this person who was expecting a, a performance, they, they, they do get one. And uh, in fact, there is a very small crowd that gathers just to watch. And and, and at the end of your, your routine, they do sort of do a nice little, little theater clap to you. <laughs> <laughs> Wooly is very sweaty and winded. <laughs> <laughs> Richard is kind of like, oh, I can't believe that really worked. <laughs> I mean, uh... and uh, give them a wave over the over the river there. You do see um, at the end of the performance there is one who's very finely dressed uh, member of the uh, of the the crowd. They are 
They're a human uh, wearing a sort of golden and purple robe uh, and sort of white fancy-ish uh, robes mm. beneath it. Ooh. They sort of forward and say, Marvellous! Marvellous work! Uh, uh, my name is... Uh, I'm Asander. Uh, if anyone wants to give a super quick society. Oh, yeah. Nope. Four. Decent at society. It's easy. It's an easy check. Oh, yeah. That's it. Yeah, Rick, you uh, know yeah. this is... This is one of the 11 uh, magistrate mayors of Nantambu. Oh. So oh. quite quite a high ah. up guy. Uh, I think he's the same st- same as the, uh, the the other one who Woolly met who gave sweets around the place. Ah. Luchomo. Um, Luchomo, yes. Uh, yes, marvellous performance. Uh, 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 here, take a, a, a token of, of gratitude for uh, putting on such a fine show. Ah. And he, uh, you see, he folds up a little page into like a, little, a tiny little paper boat places it uh, places something onto it and, and pushes it across the canal from his side to yours oh how theatric <laughs> um, <laughs> how about that and in in it you see it's a little paper boat and there's a, a little golden feather uh, sailed over oh. to you <laughs> is it is it Jack Sparrow's <laughs> ladder token <laughs> it is not. As, it's not going to be as good as, as the ladder, ladder token, but uh, it is a feather token, uh, and I think you can probably tell from the the rune that's carved into the the quill. This is just a, a chest feather token. Oh, I'll pop that in in with your stuff. You interact it. It makes a small wooden chest that opens uh, and can be closed into a key that takes stored items with it. So you, it's like a, it's not consistently usable though. You, you turn it into a chest, fill it up, and then turn it into a little key, and then you can open that key to a chest a second time. Um, but then you can't turn it back into a key. It's just like a, it's like a one-time portable item, I guess. Yes, it is yeah. very cool. Bring all your mm, weapons into useful. the place that you can't take your weapons into. Anyway, uh, after <laughs> he sent it over, he'll say, yes, uh, a, a fine performance again, uh, a, a good day to you. He's very, and to you, and to you, sir. Very posh, posh, sort of uh, finely dressed. Yes, Sander. I like him. I should bring him back. <laughs> He'll be dead and soon. He was never heard of again <laughs> until book six, when he revealed he was the main Final villain boss. of the book. Oh no! You never, you you never know. According to Zuma, he might be a lizard. Uh, <laughs> oh, right, right. Don't forget, he, so Zuma's true. got a bit of an obsession about the, the magistrates, either. Oh, man. <laughs> Amazing. We'll quickly wrap this up. Um, yeah. Now you've got. So we go back to Corrida? Yes, you've got, uh, you've got uh, some samples of centipedes and beetles and, uh, and water striders. You can return with all the uh, samples they've collected. And she's sort of standing impatiently for, for a report. And as you sort of say what you found, some uh, some of the bugs seem to be amassing in larger than usual numbers and swarming, uh, especially the the runes and the sort of the erratic movements of the beetles and the water striders. She, as you're telling the, the tale, she increasingly sort of takes on a more serious frown and um, says, "Yes, well, your your findings do indicate a larger problem, one that I will will certainly uh, uh, look into." Uh, I, I, I know I pulled you here, Terrell, as a bit of a, a reprimand, but I am genuinely thankful for your for your help today uh, and the rest of your cohort. Mm. But, uh, no, this is giving me definitely something to look into. 
Oh, always happy to help. Certainly some unusual behavior. Likely driven by outside forces. Yes, and we probably need to do something about the rune they're writing on the tree and probably elsewhere. Keep an eye out for any suspicious behavior. Amazing. So, we have helped out Teacher Ott with some books. We've helped out Zuma with a ritual. We've helped out Mafika by taking part in his festival. And you've helped out Karide with some bugs. And we've had a nice little Christmas break. I think you guys are very, 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 very close to level 3 after Ooh. all of this. Um, it's oh, good yeah. news, actually. When you get back to the uh, the dormitory, everyone's abuzz with excitement. Uh, not just because you spent a day with, with insects for the abuzz pun to work. Um, EC has said, look, they've, uh, they've, they've set a date uh, for, for our, our first masking ceremony. Uh, in, a, in a couple months' time, it is, of course, but it will... Uh, uh, Mark, well, all of us become in attendance. Ooh! Which is the next rank up. Wow. Yes! So you will have uh, another study cram check, whatever, the, the next couple months. And then, maybe when you've almost been at the school for a year, you'll have another ceremony. And we'll get to that Amazing. when we record yes. it. Amazing. And a big fan of the ceremonies, aren't you, Rick? Uh, Jeremy. <laughs> love the and ceremonies. Rick. Love the ceremonies. Both Jeremy and Rick love the ceremonies. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I've yeah. um, actually mentioned this before, but it's probably something that's really, really important. Um, a lot of the older students and even some of the teachers have these wooden animal masks that they sometimes wear out and about. Sometimes people wear them just like continuously. Oh. Sometimes people just have them and don't wear them at all. Um, sorry, this was a, it's probably something I should mention. Um, but attendants have, once they passed their perquisite year and started at the, once they graduate to an attendant instead of an initiative, basically after their first year, all students will basically decide on a mask that they'd like to, to craft. Um, and it has features of like an animal or sometimes like something like a concept like the moon or the sun or something. Uh, and it's just something that relates to that person. Um, and it was a tradition that started with the Ten Magic Warriors, which is why there's the names of, like, the elephant and the heron, and, and oh. it's because they're named after the masks that they, they wore. So when you have been out and about, and uh, when you've been studying and seeing students wandering, probably a majority of them, not all of them, but a, a portion of them would have these animal masks that cover their, their face, and they're, they're known as, like, the, what their masks are instead of them. It seems like that's... Uh, Isi's very, very excited for this. She's... Uh, Glad to uh, to be advancing in their studies, but uh, well, well, well. Just to give you a little little glance into what's going to happen. Uh, obviously, we'll have a study check before then. If you're someone like Wooly who doesn't have anything to do, you could always, you know, earn some income. I hear the oh yeah, the, the kitchen's I, I... a good place to work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, yes, we've been going on on long here, so uh, let's wrap this up, and we'll see you next time for for who knows what's going to happen. Mm. We are getting very close to level 3, so if you haven't already started thinking about what you're choosing, do it now. But oh, yeah. um, very excited. So Ooh, from me, the GM, uh, thanks so much for listening. Uh, we'll see you guys next time, and I will let my lovely players sign off themselves. This is Einar. Bye. Hey, Jeremy here. Thank you all for listening. and uh, Check out our social staff. See you next time. Ciao from Greg. It is Kevin. See you next time. <laughs>